We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Could family genetics be a reason that no matter what we try, we still can't lose the fat and inches from our problem areas? To learn more, we spoke to Dr. Brian Strand from Sonobello. While some people can eat everything and stay thin, others diet and exercise daily and still pack on fat and inches to their problem areas. It's not your fault. It can be genetics. If you struggle to lose the fat from your tummy, love handles, thighs, and back, you're likely battling your family genetics. The good news is we have an answer. Sonabello uses a remarkable technique called microlaser fat removal. In one comfortable visit, the fat in your hardest places to lose is gone permanently. Stop wrestling with your family genes and lose the fat permanently. And right now, you can save $250. The results are life-changing. Do this for you. Don't wait. Visit sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. The Exxon Radio Show is heard on radio broadcast affiliates worldwide, including AM 580 CFRA in Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. WPUL AM 1590 in Daytona Beach, Florida. KOHI AM 1610 in St. Helens, Oregon. KHRO AM 1150 in El Paso, Texas. And for more information on becoming a professional broadcast affiliate of the Exxon Radio Show, visit www.xzbn.net or call toll-free worldwide 1-800-610-7035. The X-Zone radio and TV show is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the X-Zone radio and TV show or in any manner endorsed by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, Talkstar Radio Network, its affiliated stations, or employees. All-Hit Radio. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell.
Welcome back to the Exxon, everyone. We're coming to you from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, on the Talkstar Radio Network, Exxon Broadcast Network, UK High Definition Radio, Euro High Definition Radio, Star Cable, and ExxonTV.com. Our toll-free number worldwide, 1-800-610-7035. Email exxon at exxonradiotv.com. On MSN Messenger, TV at hotmail.com. And our website, www.exxonradiotv.com. My guest this hour, Exonation, is Dr. Boyd Purcell. We're going to be talking about spiritual terrorism this hour. Dr. Purcell is a National Board Certified Counselor, a licensed professional counselor, an ordained Christian minister, and a board certified chaplain. Educationally, he has a Bachelor of Science degree in Comprehensive Social Studies. Uh, He also has a Master of Arts degree in Counseling, a Master of Divinity degree in Biblical Studies, and a Doctor of Philosophy degree in Integration of Psychology and Theology. In terms of experience... Dr. Purcell has over 40 years of uh, ministry and counseling, agency, clerical, pastoral, psychiatric, hospital, school, substance abuse, private practice, and chaplaincy providing uh, spiritual care at, uh, at uh, the end of life for hospice patients. Now, spiritual uh, terrorism is thus a unique blend of historical, psychological, and theological perspectives in regard to major world religions. Joining me now is Dr. Boyd Purcell. And uh, as I said, Exonation, we're going to be talking about spiritual terrorism. Uh, Dr. Purcell, welcome to the Exxon. Thank you. It's very good to be with you. Doctor, maybe we should start off by this question. What is spiritual terrorism? Well, spiritual terrorism is the most extreme form of spiritual abuse. I suppose you want to know what spiritual abuse is? Yes, please. Uh, spiritual abuse is any mind-mood-altering relationship with the God of person's negative conception, which has life-harmful consequences. Would this be, um, what would be some of the, the causes of spiritual abuse? Or, I'm sorry, spiritual terrorism? Well, the causes, there's, I list three of them in my book, which is literalism. Uh, some, uh, many Christians of the conservative fundamental persuasion believe that every word of the Bible is literally true. Therefore, they believe, for example, in relation to judgment about hell, that the fire hell is literal. And therefore, God is going to torture uh, the vast majority of people in literal fire forever because they use other passages to the exclusion of others, would say the way is straight and it's narrow, and only a few there are who are going to find it. So basically, uh, people go to hell for big things like murder or rape or robbery. Mm-hmm. They go for minor things like telling a lie. Or they need to go to hell for nothing due to the sin of omission. Knowing to do good, not doing it is sin, according to the Bible. So people literalists live in terror of literal hellfire. And uh, all the legalism would say, well, you get saved by keeping the rules. Mm-hmm rather than being saved by grace. All right, Doctor, please stand by. You and I have to take a two-minute commercial break. We'll be right back. Exxon Nation, Dr. Boyd Purcell is our special guest. He's the author of Spiritual Terrorism, Spiritual Abuse from the Womb to the Tomb. His website is www.healingspiritualterrorism.com. We'll be back in two minutes. Don't go away. Reduction in the price of 
Modern Esoteric, Beyond Our Senses by Brad Olson, consummates the lifeology story about where humanity originates. It is the lost continents, the primitive wisdom, the mythos of creation, and the rethinking of ancient history as we are taught in academia. There is much more to the story than what we have been told. As this is the first book in the Esoteric series, Modern Esoteric starts at the beginning of time and accelerates up to this modern age. Future Esoteric is book two in the series and takes a forward-looking position ahead of today with an open and honest examination of the ET issue and various unexplained phenomena. To discover the writings of author Brad Olson, visit www.bradolson.com. That's www.bradolson.com. Named one of the world's greatest psychics, Elizabeth Joyce is now giving readings worldwide via Skype. Elizabeth Joyce is recognized for her clairvoyant ability to help find missing persons, her analysis of dreams, past life regression work, mediumship, and her accurate predictions. Elizabeth has been a frequent guest on the X-Zone radio show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, now for several years. For an appointment with Elizabeth Joyce, call 201-934-8986 or Skype at elizabeth.joyce. And for more information, you can always visit Elizabeth Joyce online at www.new-visions.com. Do you have a disease that you would like to alleviate through a natural means? Have you been contacted by angels, ghosts, or even extraterrestrials and want to validate these experiences? Or would you simply like to speak with someone who can help you find your life's purpose? I'm Dr. Joseph Mara, and I'm offering my services free of charge for first-time clients contacting me during the month of April. These free consultations include angel card readings, guided meditations, life coaching, and energy healing. If you have always wanted to explore these types of experiences but were skeptical or simply could not afford them, then take advantage of this free special offer. Contact me through my website, aguidinglight, spelled L-I-T-E, dot com, to schedule your consultation today. Until then, I offer you love, light, and laughter. Nation, my special guest this hour is Dr. Boyd Purcell. He is the author of Spiritual Terrorism, 
Spiritual Abuse from the Womb to the Tomb. His website is www.healingspiritualterrorism.com. Dr. Purcell, what is spiritual abuse? Well, spiritual abuse is any uh, relationship with the God of a person's negative conception, which has life-harmful consequences. So uh, one might ask, what are those harmful consequences Mm -hmm. or some of them? There can be a lot of them. But unresolved anger is often near the top of the list or at the top of it. And people are living in fear of God. They're very uh, fearful. I find the hospice patients, many have lived their whole lives for at least the last 50, 60 years in fear of God, being only patients and having a terminal diagnosis and facing the prospect of the God who's going to torture them in literal fire forever. They're very angry. But then on the other hand, they're taught you must not be angry with God. You must not even question God. So uh, they were angry, even though they at times denied being angry. And then the people were often depressed, mm-hmm. because depression, uh, anger turned inward, does cause depression. And uh, so they're often very depressed. They had low self-esteem, uh, because they felt like they were not good enough. And even worse, they were never going to be good enough to please God and earn admission to heaven. Some had history of panic disorder, which comes from feeling of being trapped. And that's between trapped between life and eternal torture. And then there's also the pseudo ideation. Uh, this is not much of a problem. We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast, but the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for two fifty. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just two dollars. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. A combo meal. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Texting privacy policy and terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting and rules for occurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. That's right. Millions of kids in kindergarten through third grade in the United States cannot read at grade level. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just one dollar. Text the word grade to 323232 right now. Hooked on Phonics is highly effective and incredibly fun, and everything can be done right from home and in less than 20 minutes a day. For more than 30 years, Hooked on Phonics has been the proven learn-to-read program that kids love to use. Text grade to 323232 and teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. Text grade to 323232 right now and get started for just one dollar. Text grade to 323232 now. Text grade to 323232 hospice patients, but with other patients in private practice and in the psychiatric psychiatric hospital where I worked as a psychotherapist, uh, that was a problem. A number of people were there because of mm-hmm. a recent suicidal attempt. I, I've got a bit of a, a, a problem here because I thought that it wasn't God who tortures in hell, that it was the devil. Well, that's what uh, literalists say, that they blame it on the devil, mm-hmm. but then God is the one who created the universe and created heaven and hell. So ultimately, the responsibility comes back to God, yeah. and they do say that uh, God is going to judge you, condemn you, and cast you into the eternal fire. So God ultimately is the one who is responsible. But some people do object to using the term torture, saying God isn't going to torture you, he's just going to punish you forever in literal fire in hell. Well, if being punished forever in literal fire and hell isn't torture, then we need to remove the word torture from our dictionary. Here, here's another question, then. 
uh, if God is the ultimate creator of everything, he created heaven and hell, he created good and evil, he created the devil to to make things a lot more simpler. And, I, and you know, Dr. Purcell, I've been asking this question over 20 years and nobody has given me an answer that I can wrap my head around. Why then, then why then did God create evil? Why did he create hell? And why did he create uh, the, the devil? Because if he wouldn't have created he- if he wouldn't have created hell, the devil and evil, this would be a utopic society and everybody would be happy and living in harmony. Well, it wouldn't have been even better if he hadn't created anyone. <laughs> we wouldn't have any conflict. But basically the problem was not the free will. And he did create Satan and everyone else. And the beginning of the Bible says God looked on his creation and said it was good. Behold, it's very good. But then Satan decided to rebel because basically he was trying, was and still is trying to be God. Mm-hmm. And in rebellion against God and some have followed Satan rather than God. But God is not willing for this estrangement to go on forever, unlike what many believe. God is in the process of destroying evil and the works of the devil and reconciling the cosmos to himself through the Lord Jesus Christ, I believe, as a Trinitarian Christian. So eventually, God will prevail over the devil, sin, evil, death, and that will all be a thing of the past, just a bad memory. And eventually, God will become what the Bible says, all in all. That's First Corinthians 15, 27. When the last knee has bowed, the last tongue has confessed Jesus Christ as Lord, God will become all in all, mm-hmm. and therefore we will have perfect harmony throughout the universe. Everyone praising God forever and ever. Uh, a lot of people, Dr. Purcell, believe that we are in the end days as as written about in the book of Revelations. Do you, sir, think that we are in the end days, that the world is coming to an end, and there's a correlation between the book of Revelations and the end of the Mayan calendar coming in December the 21st, 2012? Well, yes, some very good questions. The answer is probably not. Uh, living in the last days, we've been in the last days, biblically speaking, since mm-hmm. Christ died and rose again. Uh, so he's coming someday which we all Christians confess in the Apostles' Creed and the Nicene Creed, but that may be hundreds or thousands or a million years from now. We don't know. The Bible says, Jesus said that no one knows the hour of the time, that not even the angels in heaven, that he's coming back, but he's coming back sometime. But there's so many biblical prophecies, there have been through the centuries, thousands of them, predicting a time the Lord's coming back, and the time comes and it goes, it proves those people to be a false prophet. And then we have new debt say, uh, date setters who come forth uh, predicting a time and place. And, uh, so I think that's all phony baloney, to put it uh, bluntly, and uh, the world may last for a very long time. And I predicted in my book, the world will last as long as it takes for mankind to learn how to live in peace with one another, love each other, forgive each other, and live in peace and harmony, be reconciled to God and to one another. What was your inspiration, uh, Dr. Purcell for writing spiritual terrorism, spiritual abuse from the womb to the tomb. Well, something I experienced growing up in the churches in which I was reared, and uh, then I then I experienced that uh, with many people counseling them over the years in my various counseling practices, especially private practice, psychiatric hospital, and then hospice patients. And I share many examples of my life's work in the book, illustrating what the problem was, how they'd been spiritually abused and terrorized. 
and what the solution to the problem uh, is and was. And uh, therefore, I felt like I need to put this in writing. It's sort of the culmination of my life's work, and I mm-hmm. uh, wanted to leave this to help as many people as possible. As I've been helping them in my life of ministry, my whole life, I wanted to leave this to help people while I'm still here, sometimes doing workshops and speaking engagements and other things, and then uh, even it'd be part of my posterity uh, to leave long after I'm gone. It might help my children, my grandchildren, great-grandchildren, and others, uh, future generations. Dr. Purcell, here we are in the year 2010. Do you think that more and more people are now returning to their their uh, theological beliefs? Well, some are returning and some are getting away from them um, because at least they've been very uh, spiritually abusive. But I think the people really are turning to spirituality. And there's a big difference between spirituality and religiosity. Uh, with religion... One can be a good church member, a member mm-hmm. of church or synagogue or temple or uh, whatever it may be, mosque. Uh, but they may be very uh, good people. They may be very angry people. They may be very hurtful people. Uh, Osama bin Laden, for example, is a very religious person, but he wants to kill as many people as possible. He's a member of a very uh, strict sect, probably the most fundamental sect of Islam, which is called Wahhabism. The other end of the spectrum for the Muslim of the Islamic faith is called Sufism. And the Sufis believe in universal salvation. Just as in Christianity, the most conservative people believing in eternal punishment, but there are people such as myself and throughout the church. It's not something I've thought up mm-hmm. after 2,000 years of church history, but this is clearly what the New Testament church believed before it was perverted by becoming the state church of the Roman Empire and then changing the doctrine of eternal, universal salvation to eternal punishment in order to control the mass of the Roman Empire through fear. Have you ever wondered, Doctor, what the Bible would look like if the Council of Nicaea wouldn't have edited it? Well, uh, the Council of Nicaea formulated a doctrine that I really don't have a problem with as far as formulating the doctrine of Christ, the Christology, mm-hmm. the doctrine of God, and um, they obviously did some interpretation of the Bible with that. But the problem is so much, I think, with what the Council of Nicaea did as with how people interpreted the Council, what they did, and, and what the Bible says. And we have many, many people claiming that, and saying that the Bible is God's holy, inspired, infallible word, and claiming to believe every word of it, and yet they have such a wide range of interpretations That's of the right. Bible. And how all did, these people saying that we believe it's God's holy, inspired, infallible word. If it was his infallible word, wouldn't the interpretation be the same right across the board? Well, not really. One would think so. But the problem is uh, one's perspective. Now, in my book, in Chapter 12, I have a sketch Mm -hmm. which shows some people look at it and they see an old woman. Some people look at it and they see a young woman. Now, this goes back to a German postage stamp in the 1800s. The author wanted to illustrate, apparently, how perception is reality which it is. And uh, so I use that to illustrate uh, the wrath of God versus the love of God. I use the ugliness uh, in that sense of the old woman to illustrate the wrath of God and the beautiful young woman to illustrate the love of God. And uh, Stephen Covey, who is a trainer for IBM, said they have used this at Harvard Business School to teach students that perspective is reality. They will divide a class mm-hmm. into half, show half a sketch of just the old woman, show the other half a sketch of the young woman, and when they bring the class together and show them the composite, 
almost invariably people see what that to which they were first exposed. Wow. So if people have been exposed to the wrath of God, they're going to see the wrath of God. If they've been exposed to the love of God, they'll see the love of God. So it isn't what it actually the Bible says, but what people interpret it through their own mind to actually say. Is it my imagination, uh, Doctor Purcell, or does it seem to other people as well that the God of the that God of the New Testament is is much more subdued than the God of the Old Testament, who seemed to be very vengeful, very strict? Well, the, we say that uh, Christ came to put a face on God, so Christ is the God of the New Testament. In the Old Testament, the Jews called the Torah, it uh, has a lot of things that show God being very angry, very yes. vindictive, and killing a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of the Old Testament, and I, I talk with a number of rabbis about this, and they understand a lot of it to be metaphorical and allegorical uh. rather than literal. Now, if you take it as being literal, then God is a very angry, mean, vindictive person. It kills people for a lot of different things. Uh, Dr. Purcell, I hate to do this, but we've got to take our news break. I'd love to carry on this conversation on the other side, sir. Thank you very much for joining us. ExoNation, Dr. Boyd Purcell is our special guest. He's the author of Spiritual Terrorism, Spiritual Abuse from the Womb to the Tomb, www.healingspiritualterrorism.com. We'll be back on the other side of this break. My name is Rob McConnell. Don't go away. If you were faced with Are you considering calling a psychic to read your situation? Then consider David Champion, a psychic medium for more than 20 years with thousands of readings under his belt. David Champion will make you feel comfortable. He has proven to be honest and accurate. He's a straight shooter. There's no guesswork. What he sees is what you get. While he is a medium, most of the calls focus on relationships, not only love, but work school, neighbors, and more. Need help with finding a job and preparing for the interview? Are you dealing with people who are obstacles in your path? For more information, go to davidchampion.com, $1.50 per minute, paid by credit card, with a minimum of 30 minutes. For your reading with David Champion, call 1-877-702-8598. That's 1-877-702-8598. Now you can dial in to listen to the Exxon Radio Show from anywhere in the world with Rob McConnell 24-7-365 by dialing 213-401-0080. That's 213-401-0080. If you have a mobile phone or... We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. 
Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. Landline, the Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell is now at your beck and call at 213-401-0080. That's 213-401-0080, 24-7, 365. You're listening to the X-Zone Radio Show, live and around the world on the Talkstar Radio Network. X-Zone Broadcast Network. UK High Definition Radio. Euro High Definition Radio. And Star Cable. Our toll-free telephone number worldwide is 1-800-610-7035. Our email address, xzone at xzoneradiotv.com. On MSN Messenger, xzoneradiotv at hotmail.com. And our website, www. Devil or angel, I can't make up my mind. Which one you are, I'd like to wake up and find. Devil or angel, whichever you are, I miss you, I miss you, I miss you. Devil or angel, please say you'll be mine. Exonation, my very special guest this hour is Dr. Boyd Purcell. He's the author of Spiritual Terrorism, Spiritual Abuse from the Womb to the Tomb. His website is www.healingspiritualterrorism.com. First of all, doctor, welcome back. And uh, before we went to the commercial break, we were talking about how I, I, how I see the God of the Old Testament totally different from the God of the New Testament. Uh, you know, in the Old Testament, you have God who destroyed the entire population of earth except for Noah and his family. You've got the God who destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah except for Lot and his family. You've got uh, the God that destroyed the Egyptians, uh, you know, with the water over the Red Sea. And the God of the, of the New Testament seems to be mellowed. Well, I agree with you in that assessment, and uh, let me say that there's much metaphorical language in the Old Testament, the Bible as a whole, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, much allegory. And let's take one example that you gave as far as Sodom and Gomorrah. Sure. That seems to be one of the more horrific things that God is alleged to have done. Uh, but we find that, uh, first of all, God came, angel of the Lord, God, as angel of the Lord came to Abraham and mm-hmm. told him he's going to destroy the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah because of their wickedness. And Abraham asked a couple really great philosophical and theological questions. Now, many people have been told, as I was, you don't even question God. You never question God. Abraham apparently not gotten that message, nor had Moses gotten that question. He also questioned God. Uh, but anyway, Abraham said, well, not the judge of all the earth be right. And well, the answer was, yes, he would. And then he said, would you destroy the righteous with the wicked? The answer was, no, I won't. Uh, so he then uh, sent the message to get uh, Lot and his uh, wife and daughter yes. out before the city was destroyed. And here's the thing. That he, going out of the city, being led by the angel of the Lord, uh, they were told not to look back. Uh, Lot's wife did look back. She mm-hmm. turned to a pillar of salt. Yes. I've asked many people that, and I address this in my book, why would she turn to a pillar of salt? Well, the answer, they said, well, because she looked back, and the message is 
to uh, uh, never look back on any circumstances, obey God to the letter. But that's not really the issue. It's why was it salt rather than petrified wood or iron or bronze or, or mm-hmm. something else? Well, this is metaphorical language. She was salted with fire, which is a means of grace. Now, we fast forward to the New Testament, where Jesus said, for the purpose of not the purpose of hell, that's Mark chapter 9, verse 49, he said that everyone will be salted with fire. Hardly anyone has heard of that. It just sounds horrific. It fits in with a fundamentalist interpretation of literal fire. But it can't be literal. You can't literally salt anything or anyone with fire. So Jesus is tying the Old New Testament together. A lot of metaphorical language. Lot's wife was salty. God didn't turn her salt and send her to hell forever. And the Sodom and Gomorrah was not being destroyed and, and the parent and the inhabitants sent to hell forever because they were being destroyed with fire and brimstone. That is, should be translated as fire, uh, burning sulfur. Sulfur is widely known in the ancient world for its medicinal and fumigation properties. God was he, metaphorically healing the residents of Sodom and Gomorrah. That goes, I know that goes against the interpretation of many, many people, especially the literalists. But I believe that's the message, and I've talked with rabbis, Jewish rabbis, who say that's the message that they've taught through the centuries, and much of the Old Testament is metaphorical, allegorical language. If that, you know, like, if that is the case, sir, the story about the great flood covering the waters of the, you know, covering the entire earth except for Noah and his ark, is that a true story? Did it really happen, or are we talking about a metaphorical language here as well? Well, many people believe, and again, just rabbis tend to talk, that there is a flood story in almost every culture. Mm-hmm. And uh, so maybe this was a worldwide flood, uh, maybe it was regional. I believe the message is that God will protect uh, the people who are trusting in God, and uh, other people will be destroyed, but I believe that's a natural consequence of sin. But the wonderful, beautiful message is that ultimately God is going to destroy evil and reconcile the cosmos to himself so that all will live in harmony and peace and joint happiness with God and with all other created beings. I think that puts it in perspective as far as these problematic stories in the Old Testament. And I I agree with the authors of the book, Good Goats, Healing Our Image of God, in subtitle. Uh, That's Dennis Matthew and Sheila Lynn, who are Roman Catholics. And that book has official proof of the Roman Catholic Church, which I didn't think would happen in my lifetime. Mm-hmm. But they all also articulate the same view of universal salvation. And uh, they say that if you're interpreting something that makes you feel afraid or frightened, you're probably taking something literally that should be understood metaphorically. If it's true, it's God's word, it'll make, probably make you feel good and uh, feel like trusting God and not afraid of God, uh, reverence God, but not live in some kind of morbid fear of God. Do you think that is what certain churches want the flock to do is live in fear of God? Well, it certainly works to the benefit by membership and mm-hmm. tithing and offerings given to the church. And I don't know if they want it to be that way. That's how they believe it is. It sounds, like a, little, it sounds like a little bit of like blackmail. Well, and there's a chapter in my book, chapter 10, called uh, Subtle Forms of Spiritual Abuse. And in that, I use the term financial extortion. <laughs> and they preach, fundamentals preach that God's mm-hmm. going to get what belongs to him. And that may be through giving sickness to some people, bringing about terrible tragedies, mm-hmm. or even uh, killing uh, you or your family, maybe your children, if you are, quote, robbing God of his tithes and offerings. God will, God will get what belongs to him one way or the other, they say, which is really uh, financial extortion. Let me, ask you, let me ask you this, Dr. Purcell. 
What do you think? If today was the the day that Jesus Christ decided to return to this planet, what do you think Jesus would say with the state of religion worldwide? Well, I think he'd be very disappointed, especially in Christianity, mm-hmm. uh, and the, the pure-based Christianity. And there's so much, I think, is anti what Jesus taught. Jesus taught, he was a pacifist, yes. for one thing. He taught turning the other cheek, walking the second mile, laying down your life for your enemy, and not mm-hmm. just your friends, but for your enemies. Yeah. And uh, much of Christianity, especially the conservative wing, has become very militaristic. It's, uh, we're going to get you and get you worse than what you got us, and be armed with faith, and so on. So there's much that I think he'd be so disappointed, and especially so many large churches or the buildings, and so much money's going into yeah. those, and so little money's going to helping the poor and the needy, which he came and preached that we should help. You know what? I couldn't agree with you more. When you look at some of these houses of God that we have across the lands, and this is just my own opinion, sir. It has nothing to do with with anyone else or any other networker or affiliate that we have. Why don't the different religions sell the massive properties that they own, sell the buildings that they own, and give the money to the sick, the poor, the hungry? You know, if 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 giving sermons beside the sea or under the trees was good enough for... Jesus, why isn't it good enough for modern-day uh, believers? Well, it could be, but this seems to become the mode of worshiping God. You either have this large building or synagogue or mosque or something in, in which to do it, but uh, God can't be contained within the walls of any church, according to the Old Testament. And King mm-hmm. David, when he dedicated the temple, he said that God could not be contained within the walls of any such structure. But this has become the mode the way that uh, we basically do it today. There is a, a, a movement today for more whole house churches, people just meeting in homes mm-hmm. rather than in large uh, churches. This may become more the norm for the future with more money being given to help the poor. But, you know, another thing as far as many churches, especially in the conservative wing, if Jesus actually came and went to a church service, he may not even be welcome. He certainly probably wouldn't be able to teach a class or sing in the choir because his hair would be too long, or he'd be dressed the wrong way, or he wouldn't have the right ideas or whatever to fit in with the conservative philosophy. I've always believed that there's a lot of fear in certain religious organizations because they use it as the control factor. And I look at certain religious organizations as corporations. For example, the Catholic Church, the Vatican, you know, the Pope is the CEO. The Cardinals are the board of directors. The shareholders are the people who go to church every Sunday and put whatever they can into the plate that's passed. It's a business. That's a pretty good analogy of churches in general, including the Roman Catholic Church. You know, and and not Christian religions as well. Yeah, it's, it's it's no longer spiritual; it's financial. You know, that's a big part. In my book, I said that uh, mothers, the money is called the mother's milk of politics, but it's also the mother's milk of organized religion, but not of spirituality. Are you anti-religion, sir? No, I'm not. You might think so. <laughs> Some people have said that. Uh, someone even said, you must hate Christianity. Well, I don't hate any religion. I don't hate Christianity. In fact, I'm a Trinitarian Christian. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I try to be very spiritual, as spiritual as humanly possible, but uh, and be a Christian, too, and follow Christ as much as I can, as I understand what he taught. But uh, no, I'm not anti-religion. It's certainly not anti-Christianity. Dr. Purcell, in your book you have a chapter titled, 
tattooed in the womb. What does that mean? Oh, I'm glad you asked that.、Uh... We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast, but the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them, and if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for two fifty. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just two dollars. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Great news! For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and Auto Pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. That was not meant to be provocative, but actually just to illustrate the matter of spiritual terrorism. That the Roman Catholic Church, for example, believes that babies, in essence, are tattooed in the womb. Now they don't use the word tattooed. But they are、uh, stamped, as it were, in the womb with original sin, and there are Protestants who believe that babies are either elect or not elect,、uh, not just in the womb, but even before they are created, before they're conceived, and therefore、uh, they are either going to go to heaven or hell. God has chosen only a few to go to heaven, and the vast majority is going to burn hell forever. So, with Catholics, at least they get a chance if the baby gets baptized. Has a chance of going to heaven. If not, then the baby cannot can never behold the face of God according to Catholic theology. This would include the vast majority of children in the world, because all non-Christian children do not have a Christian baptism. So this just depicts God, I think, in the worst possible light. It characterizes Christianity as being spiritual insanity, and God is being criminally insane. If that is true, which I believe it isn't. Another chapter in your book, "Spiritual Terrorism: Spiritual Abuse from the Womb to the Tomb,"、uh, Doctor Purcell, is the ultimate dilemma. What on earth is that? Well, that is the, uh, the uh, feeling uh, that uh, being trapped. It comes from being trapped.、Uh, it is from panic disorder. Panic disorder comes from being trapped,、mm-hmm. uh, feeling trapped. And the thing about the、um, ultimate dilemma is being afraid you're going to die. At the same time, being afraid that you won't die—that's a horrible situation to be in. But that's what I find many victims of panic disorder have, and much of that due to spiritual terrors, and they feel trapped between life and between death and the eternal lake of fire. So, if someone is in a hospice and they're they're with us now for a limited period of time, and they have this pulling inside of them. How do you, as 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 a pastor, talk to them and and get that fear away from them that they have nothing to fear that they're going to be passing and that they're not going to be burning in hell? Well, I first of all go with their agenda, not mine.、Mm-hmm. And I never went to that. I went to hundreds of patients and thousands of hours visiting with patients, and I didn't go to preach to them. I went to talk with them. Right. Find out where they were in their spiritual journey. They ask them what they believe they needed to do to go to heaven, which is almost always their goal,、mm-hmm. except for the few they told they didn't believe in God. And I found that almost always was an emotional issue due to abuse, rather than intellectually not believing in God. And as I mentioned, that when an atheist, I would say, even though you don't believe in God, I believe God still believes in you. And there were atheists who actually came to believe in God. 
And they said, well, I can accept the kind of God you believe in, but not the kind they've been taught about uh, as they're growing up in their whole life. So as I talk, just talk with them, they would share all this fear and anxiety in which they'd been living. They'd always want to know what I believed, and that I did explain what I believed, about the love-based versus fear-based religion to which they'd been exposed. They almost always wanted the kind of God and the kind of Christ in whom I believed, and I helped them to express their faith in words and have the kind of peace that uh, exceeded human understanding, according to the Bible, and they were able to find peace with God very belatedly in life and be able to die in peace, which they had not had before. You know, um, spiritual terrorism is what you and I have been talking about over the last near hour now. How is spiritual terrorism the basis of domestic and international terrorism? Well, another very good question. Uh, the domestic terrorism uh, comes from uh, people, obviously, within our borders, mm-hmm. who do deeds of terrorism, such as Timothy McVeigh, yes. who was a very conservative Catholic, who mm-hmm. grew up the federal building in Oklahoma City, called 168 men, women, and children. That was, that he was, believed, yeah, that was horrific. Wasn't that a horrible thing? But he Certainly. thought he was doing the will of God. And then we have the uh, Presbyterian minister in Florida, who uh, an abortion doctor, was executed by the state of Florida for that, and uh, he thought he was doing the will of God. Uh, the uh, one who blew up the abortion center, uh, I'm going blank on his name, but anyway, he uh, killed people in the name of God. So that's domestic terrorism, people who believe that they know the mind of the will of God, and that is to kill people in the name of God. And I would imagine that the international terrorism is, is the acts of people like Osama bin Laden. Exactly. All right, Doctor, so please stand, stand. I'm sorry, sir. We have to take our final break. It's been great talking to you. You will be back with us, uh, so please don't go away. Exonation, Nation, this has been a great hour with my special guest, uh, Dr. Boyd Purcell, talking about his book, Spiritual Terrorism, Spiritual Abuse from the Womb to the Tomb. His website is www.healingspiritualterrorism.com. We'll be back on the other side of this commercial break as the Exxon continues from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. I need you. I need you. With each new extreme weather event or terrorist act, it becomes increasingly obvious that we live in uncertain and challenging times. We all buy car insurance. Why not collapse and catastrophe insurance? Matthew Stein, an MIT-trained engineer and green builder, has written two outstanding books to help people prepare, plan for, and deal with everything from minor situations lasting a few days to full-on collapse. Matt's first book, When Technology Fails, is a manual for self-reliance, sustainable living, and surviving the long emergency. This massive book covers the gamut from first aid and emergency preparedness to alternative healing, renewable energy, primitive living skills, and 18th century technologies that could be critical to your comfort and survival in a long-lasting crisis. Matt's second book, When Disaster Strikes, is a comprehensive emergency preparedness handbook and survival guide. When Disaster Strikes is an essential item for every family's go-bag. Both books are available at all usual sources. There's a wealth of totally free information posted at whentechfails.com, and author-signed copies may be purchased at mattstein.com that's www.wentechfails.com and www.mattstein.com
Rob McConnell here, presenting an overview for Nicholas Paul Jinnix, author of a fascinating book, Amen. It presents facts revealed by Egyptologists, facts that enable us to understand why Amen is the beginning of creation of God. It provides recommendations for religious leaders of the major religions to unify their beliefs and teach the Word of God, love one another. Amen informs people how mankind conceived God. It was the Egyptians that developed the concepts of a soul, a hereafter, and son of God. And finally, after the worship of many gods, they conceived the belief in one universal God, the maker of all there is. For more information, visit www.futureofgodamen.com. That's www.futureofgodamen.com. down to Georgia. He was looking for a soul to steal. He was in a bind because he was way behind and he was willing to make a deal. When he came across this young man sawing on a fiddle and playing it hot and the devil jumped up on a hickory stump and said, boy, let me tell you what. I guess you didn't know it, but I'm a fiddle player too. And if you'd care to take a dare, I'll make a bet with you. Now you play pretty good fiddle, boy, but give the devil his due. I bet a fiddle of gold against your soul because I think I'm better than you. The boy said, my name's Johnny and it might be a sin, but I'll take your bet and you're going to regret because I'm the best as ever been. Johnny, rising up your Exxon Nation, uh, Dr. Boyd Purcell is our special guest. He's the author of Spiritual Terrorism, Spiritual Abuse from the Womb to the Tomb. His website is www.healingspiritualterrorism.com. Uh, doctor, you've said that all major religions teach universal salvation. Can you elaborate on this? Yes, I'll do my best. Uh, I, the study I've done with my Master Divinity degree and then throughout life, I'm a lifetime learner. And I was in, uh, responsible for setting up hospice uh, training programs to teach volunteers and staff how to go into people's homes and uh, do things which are helpful rather than hurtful to them, including any, addressing any religious issues that patients may want to talk about. And rather than just lecturing from my knowledge, I thought it would be better if I would uh, set up uh, p- clergy panels and get volunteers uh, from mm-hmm. Protestant, the view, the Catholic, uh, Jewish, uh, Hindu, Buddhist, Islamic, and uh, others. And I did that each time. And uh, I learned from that as well as uh, patient, uh, families, uh, the volunteers and staff learning. And that was always rated very highly as far as one of the... Uh, a part of our training program each spring and fall at hospice. And in that, I learned things because sometimes Christian authors, though they mean well, may misrepresent non-Christian religions. And I found out in talking to Muslims and with Buddhists and Hindu and others that when fires understood metaphorically to symbolize purification, that all major religions and all minor ones of which I'm aware teach universal salvation. My final question for you tonight, sir, is what is the solution to spiritual terrorism? Well, it's really understanding that God created all of us. God loves all of us with unconditional, everlasting love. God is in the process of destroying evil, the works of the devil, and reconciling the cosmos to himself. And when we understand that message, universal love, 
then we're all praying to the same God, worshiping the same God. We can stop fighting and killing each other, mm-hmm. begin to cooperate with each other. I believe that love is the most powerful force in the universe. Uh, Gerald May, a uh, psychiatrist, wrote an excellent book called Addiction and Grace. Mm-hmm. He said that grace is the most powerful force in the universe because it's divine love and action. I believe that. So eventually, uh, religion will become one of the most powerful force for good, where historically it's been one of the most divisive and destructive forces in the history of the world. That help bring about peace on earth, which the prophet Isaiah and others prophesied, that the time will come when mankind will beat our swords into plowshares and our spears into pruning hooks. And nation will not lift up sword against nation, and young men and women will not learn war anymore. So military academies will be closed down. We will eventually have peace on this planet and peace throughout the cosmos. I love the way you think, Doctor, and it's been a great pleasure having you with us here in the Exxon. How can our listeners get a copy of your book? Well, they can go on Amazon.com or Borders, Barnes & Noble, eBay, and others on the Internet. Uh, you can order it through my website, HealingSpiritualTerrorism.com, or local bookstores may have an orchid order. Dr. Boyd Purcell, thank you very much for joining us, sir. I look forward to the next time you and I meet back here in the X-Zone. Well, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Exonation Dr. Boyd Purcell. He's the author of Spiritual Terrorism, Spiritual Abuse from the Womb to the Tomb. It's available at Amazon.com. And his website is www.healingspiritualterrorism.com. I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break with the news as the Exxon continues from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. My name is Rob McConnell. Don't go away. that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details.